0: Good evening all. Recently we've been having a noticeable rise in unlicensed podcasting in Dock Green. Usually they don't cause much trouble. Often it's just a couple of youngsters that are droning on about YouTube videos and the like. A swift clip round the ear and they soon learn the error of their ways. But now and then you run into some right nasty pieces of work. Take the case of Parker and Trowbridge, a couple of right tearaways who were causing trouble around the manor. They were blatantly trying to do a moderate amount of research before they even opened their mouths, actually daring to check facts and even correct them if they realised they'd made a mistake. That takes a bit of neck, I can tell you, and it wasn't long before we felt their collars. Anyway, I suppose we'd better get on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, with impressively bright buttons but disconcertingly shiny helmets, it's episode 10, Around the Archives. Mind how you go?
1: six we're going to see an episode of Dixon of Doc Green. Now this was the first BBC television police series. Tonight's programme which dates from 1974 is called Firearms Were Issued and is about the police at Doc Green being under suspicion of having killed a man. Following this there's The Best of Dick Emery which is a collection of interviews and sketches from the shows of the late 60s and the early 70s. And then Fanny Craddock. How many of you remember her?
0: Hello and welcome to episode 10. Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. I'm Andrew. I'm Lisa. I'm Warren.
0: And this is episode 10 of Round the Archives. <laughs>
2: Archives? <laughs> Archive?
0: Yes, I like chives.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> They're in the herbs. They are in the oh. herbs. Yes, we are amazed to have reached episode 10. Ten yes. And we're very grateful to everybody who's helped us.
2: Yes, thank you for listening, people. So we're
0: trying to get as many old... Small, old, Old hands... <laughs> on the pumps mm. uh, for this issue so we've got some old friends returning we have um, mm-hmm. but they will be later but we do have Warren on the sofa we do hello, hello mm. Warren mm. and Warren you're going to correct us yes, uh, you're, yes. <laughs> you're going to correct <laughs> I'm us I'm going to give you some
1: corrective <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes what yes. is your correction about the Sweeney okay. that, that we said because um, we said it was filmed in Bristol, Bristol University in Bristol. and that's wrong isn't it yeah, it is
1: not it
3: Yes. Brunel University is in West London a place called Uxbridge ooh and uh, if you go to the local police station there, because I know I was based there at one point, uh, uh, there's some photographs of them filming the Sweeney and ooh, filming that, that particular episode. That very
0: episode. Yeah, ooh. Well, hooray! And, and, you, and you've seen these? I
3: have seen these. They're in the canteen. Oh! And the bank in question was actually a bank. It's Lloyd's Bank. Yes. It's still open. It's still on the campus. Ooh. And yeah, the, the in the one of the. Um, commentaries for the dvd garfield morgan says they were all worried because they were filming on a saturday and sunday and all these students were all due back sunday night, and they were needed desperately to get it all in the can quickly oh brilliant
0: oh one Hmm. other one other thing for brunel university um one of the people at brunel university is none other than professor heinz wolf um famous for the great egg race in the it's, in the eighties. You need
3: to build this and get there. Yes,
0: and if you if you look on there, you can see his email address and his phone number if you really want to talk to Heinz Wolf. I don't he, think
2: he'd be very happy if you phoned him up. No, I'm, well, I'm not going Let's
0: to. Let's try now. No, no, Heinz. <laughs> um, also, and it's a correction from the outtakes, really. Yes. But uh, Gar is not in the Dalek Master Plan. That's Garge, <laughs> played by Jeffrey Cheshire. I might have been thinking of the Garm from uh terminus yes but there we go can
2: i say i apologize about the brunel university thing i read brunel university and obviously didn't read any further and assumed it was in bristol because that's where brunel was from with his big hat with his big hat and his cigar
0: yes but uh thank you for that i think that's all the odds and ends um but now we're going to look at dixon of dot green yes firearms were issued yes good episode very good episode yes So, Dixon of Doc Green, firearms were issued. Yes.
4: Mm. 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 It's good War-
0: episode. Warren, you saw this first. I saw this on In the TV. 1986.
3: Yes, TV50 celebrations, weren't they, on
0: BBC2? Yes. And I saw it, and you didn't see it. I didn't it, see it Lisa. then, no. I, I only saw it more recently. <laughs> so, when's the, so I must have shown it to you. That's the first time you've.
2: I think I, uh, the first time I saw it was when we watched it on the DVD. On DVD. I think. All yeah. Right. Because A, it is available. A year or two ago. Yes.
0: On yeah. DVD. As yeah. are.
3: Better quality than my
0: video. As ago. are most of the colour <laughs> Dixon yeah. of Dot Green. the odd Green's. one that's yeah. not on there. Yeah.
2: For one reason or another.
0: But Dixon of Dot Green runs from 1955 to 1976. Yes. Um. There's. A few dribs and drabs that exist from the fifties. A few mm. dribs and drabs that exist <laughs> yeah. from the sixties. More than mm. I thought, actually, yeah. having looked through the list. On and quite a bit missing the episodes. 70s. And there's, there's yeah, there's in, but the only season for which everything exists is the final, it's the last final one, one yeah. uh, mm. from nineteen seventy six. But mm. firearms were issued is the final episode of the nineteen seventy four season twentieth mm-hmm. of April. Yeah, and if we just go into context again Mm -hmm. Doctor Who that night because it was a Saturday night is the Monster of Peladon part 5 Mm -hmm. apparently the Radio Times special 68 full colour action packed pages is on sale now Price 30p we we should get that Um, Dixon of Doc Green is scheduled at 6.40 running Mm -hmm. till 7.30 and then it's followed by the black and white minstrel show I think we'll skip over that Um, But it's an episode by a writer called N.J. Crisp. Mm -hmm. And until I looked up N.J. Crisp, I didn't know what the N.J. stood for. Norman James Crisp, December 1923 to June 2005. And... Dixon of doc Green he wrote 66 episodes of wow
3: um,
0: he wrote most of my school books and he, yeah <laughs> tell us about this school books thing la
3: the first time I come across NJ crisp was um, I believe it's from English books right and I as soon as I saw his it actually comes back to the TV 50 celebrations as soon as his name the credits I went no <laughs> that's not <laughs> it can't be the same NJ crisp then you sort of sort of narrow it down. It can only be the same person, really, with those initials. And so, so, I actually opened the school bag. Oh. And I had a, uh, I had an English English book in there. I can't remember what it was. And it was by N.J. Crisp. Ooh.
0: I'm just looking on Amazon, and there's uh, all sorts of books by N.J. Crisp. But uh, seems to be some novels and things like that here. Uh, Yesterday's Gone. Published 1983. Okay, fair enough. Uh, But yeah, he's written for Compact. High art indeed. High art indeed. (laughs) (laughs) R3. That was that... I don't know much about R3, but it was Mm. some sort of science fiction-y drama thing from 1964-65. I can't remember if it exists or not. I'll have a look in a minute. Uh, Dr Finley's casebook. Doomwatch, Project uh, Sahara. Colditz. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, three, four, five episodes of Colditz.
3: Didn't he do you the one? Uh, well, he w- does.
0: Welcome to Colditz. he just first bribery and corruption. Uh, arrival of a hero, the gambler, and death sentence. Um, Secret Army, ooh. enemy at the door. Oh yes, have we got that? Yes. Oh, you yes. got that? Did you? I got that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Secret Army. Yes. Thank you. I and
2: look- Kessler. Sleep well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yes. A uh, person with a very long writing his, career. Hi, career, history. Yes. Yeah. Um, portfolio. Hmm? Yes. Portfolio, is that's that is, the That's word?
2: a good word. Yes, portfolio.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but, <laughs> yes, what should we say about this episode? It's good. It's good, but yeah. why is it good? It's
2: because it's interesting drama. It's It's the way it's done is apparently, according to Warren, absolutely the way it would be done in real life.
3: I'd say it's mm. out of the, all the Dixon, Colour Dixons I've seen, it's probably the best procedural one for
0: that period. No, it uh, be uh, 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 nail on the head. I think, I think mm-hmm. we should sort of explain yeah. the background of the plot here. Yeah, there's been a robbery and involving, guns. involving
2: guns, and some people have been shot.
3: Yes. Discharged in the high street. Wasn't yes. There? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: Painful.
2: Including a child. Yeah. Um so they get a tip off of where, about where the robbers are about to meet to to distribute the um money they stole. And it's a phone, a phone <laughs> call. An anonymous phone call. Anonymous phone anonymous call. Phone call. Yeah. And they're told that they've got shooters, they've got guns. They've
0: got shooters. Got
2: shooters, yeah. gov. Um so <laughs> load of blaggers. And Andy Crawford who's the detective and
3: Inspector is
2: He's a detective inspector.
3: He's detective
0: inspector. In this. Yeah. Yeah. He decides
2: yeah. that they should go with guns also, in case there's a problem.
0: There's a little detail here, though, that the guy making the phone call, his voice mm. is a bit faint on yes. occasion. It's muffled, isn't it? Yeah. And he has to cross some details, details out, out and an write address. them in again. Yeah. He, he gets the address wrong, for yes. example. That's an important detail Itches. later on. Yeah. OK.
2: Yeah, so he, goes, he gets um, permission... To take mm-hmm. guns and he goes to see george dixon who is the sa- station sergeant yes and according to warren they're far in charge of the playstation
0: it is indeed. right now it's yeah. clear in this scene where they get handed the guns out that nobody's yes. particularly happy about it it's so, a very great and can you give us some more detail about why this is a realistic scene mm-hmm. yeah
3: dixon is uh, is a very jovial lightweight but we, as we discussed now it's the 70s can be mm-hmm. quite gritty but the realism kicks in when you're going to be given a gun yeah they're not used to carrying guns they're uniformed officers with exception of of andy and they're being given a gun and you can see neither of them is happy with it
0: now the procedure is he, george gets a book
3: out jo- the guns are kept in the firearm safe yeah and they're numbered they are all numbered sequentially but the firearms are not issued sequentially no. there's always a gap so if you have four officers we have here and there are eight firearms stored you will uh, you will always leave a gap sequentially yeah. between and if you, and you firearm. look
0: when they write in the book they get this right don't they they yeah. get the right they get it right it's not a case of
3: somebody just squiggling a lot no. they actually got the book looks genuine yeah the contents look genuine and dixon authenticates he is the station officer he has responsibility on behalf of the superintendent who's authorized the issue of firearms to issue those firearms he is the only person in the station who can issue those firearms and he
0: has to read out a statement doesn't he he
3: receives a statement about uh, the, the use of them. the use and moralistic use of the firearms as well as the, the practical application yes you can only discharge your firearm if you have been shot at or other people are in imminent danger yeah but the detail uh, that the, the the detail that the writer's gone into they they've clearly gone in and asked yeah. about I mean, procedure and it, even, got hold even
0: of yeah. even me watching it um, it it's shot in a very sort of matter of fact yeah. way but you can see that everybody's uncomfortable the characters are uncomfortable There's in that real, situation the, 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 it's the uh, it, it's not it's not going out you know gung ho guns blazing no. A veil of it's, a veil of someone can get seriously hurt yeah. here
3: is is suddenly shone across the uh, shown across the group and as you said nothing is said other than from dixon mm. they're handed the gun they check the gun they gate their bullets and they all he says is after giving his spiel about the issue of it sign here and nobody says nobody asks about anything they just do exactly as they're told yeah. which is exactly what would happen
0: so we, we then go to the actual house where these um Ruffians. <laughs> Villains, I <are> suppose. <laughs> Ne'er do wells. Ne'er, Ne'er Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one of them sort of runs out, doesn't they? And yes. he's in pursuit and yep. he trips over some wire or something. Yeah. And his gun goes off. Yeah. So when he,
2: he trips it's over, dark. In his yeah. dark. dark, yeah. Because yeah. they've turned the electricity off at the moment.
0: And some of the other officers then fire, fire as well. Fire, they? Because yeah. they
2: think he's been shot. Yeah.
0: But they hit the. Uh the 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 villain that villain. ran out, did yeah. not they? And he's seriously injured. Yes. And then it turns out that none of them actually had guns. Had guns. Mm. Yes. Right. So this immediately starts to escalate up the chain of command, doesn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. it then become that becomes a crime scene for all yeah. intents and purposes. And, and technically somebody's life's
0: been taken, haven't mm. they? Yeah. Well and at this point the the guys just seriously, it's yeah, just leaving seriously the hospital. Yeah.
3: The interesting thing is when they, they they corner the other ruffians hiding in the lavatory upstairs. Yeah. I'm a I'm a police officer, I am armed, come out. <laughs> Which is different to what you'd hear now, or that somebody shout, mm. Arm Police. Yeah. Mm. And um know yeah, they make it quite clear that they're mm. they're police officers carrying guns, and that was very sort of
0: But the way the episode then goes is that it's the investigation into yeah. what actually happened yeah. and mm. who hit the
2: and were they justified in doing hit, it? Who hit the bloke? Absolutely, yeah. Because
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all very confused. I yeah. like the fact that each um, officer gets um, ordered to tell his story and they don't quite match up because yeah. it all happens so quickly. And that's what mm. would happen in real life.
3: Everyone mm. recalls, if you take a group of witnesses, everybody say this, see the same incident but they will all view it from their own viewpoint and take a little bit of something else away yeah. from it. Or imagine, those have because one of the officers says he's shot several times Yes.
0: when he, he hasn't. Yes.
3: And he, he was convinced that he's actually shot and, and killed
0: this chap. Now, you you then get the thing where Andy wants to leave the station yeah. to follow up a hunch. Which as- is... As to who we
2: should say that Andy is Andy Crawford, who is the De- 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 inspector. I don't think you actually said that. Okay,
0: well he's the and he's
2: also Dixon's son-in-law.
0: Yeah. So you have the interesting situation where he's the inspector. Yeah. Uh, but he's Dixon's son-in-law. Dixon is the station sergeant, and as you said, basically he's the law. He, he, he's in charge at, at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, so he says to Andy, "No, you can't go. You can't leave." Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he sends. Who is it he sends off? Uh,
2: he sends Gregory Dupont oh. off. Whose character I can't remember. Who's called at the moment?
0: D eighty four is that? He's
2: not D- Yeah, well, he's not <laughs> playing D eighty four in there. Please, please don't shut.
0: Please do not
4: throw hands on I me.
0: Mean, yes. I heard a gunshot. Detective Sergeant Mike Brewer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It was me. <laughs> he's he's sent off to do some investigations, <laughs> yes. and he yes. he eventually finds Cyril Shapps. Cyril
2: Shapps. Yeah. Cyril n- n- the n- wonderful Cyril and Shapps. And his reel-to-reel.
0: And yes. his reel-to-reel tape recorder. Because
2: <laughs> he recorded the telephone conversation so that he could claim the reward. God, blind
0: me as found I do. Finding the money. <laughs>
2: For the insurance company,
0: yes. for
3: the he's, bank. He's called Cockney Accent. Yeah. Oh, he's brilliant, Cyril We brilliant. love
2: Cyril Shapps. I love Cyril, yeah. Or as I once called him,
3: Cyril
0: Snaps. Cyril Snaps. Because we, we had a thing that um he, he should have a line of, like, sort of... um Biscuits. 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 It should be the <laughs> Cyril Shapps Brandy Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all right, OK. That idea didn't go anywhere. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we are going off the point. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's all right.
0: But, yeah, Cyril's recorded this. Mm-hmm. um and it's a good job he did yeah. because um andy's been basically sort of under the cosh for having yeah. words crossed out on his yeah. bit of paper yeah because yeah. um the investigation basically throws suspicion onto everybody yeah doesn't it mm-hmm. and yeah. um, it's quite uncomfortable to watch it on, is. on occasion yeah. that, that everybody's considered guilty really in yeah. this investigation um, there's yeah. a there's there's a wonderful diagram that they have to draw on the, the, on, back the garden. on the blackboard mm, yes. and who is it draws it It's, it's um, Sergeant, Sergeant Wills, Wills. Yeah. It Donnelly, yeah. Yeah. and he's sort of drawn a diagram of the and layer where everybody of the garden and where everybody was when mm. this shooting But t- he does really t- weird play.
2: cheese.
0: Yeah, he writes back back <laughs> gardens.
2: Oh Jeez, <laughs> cheese.
4: <laughs> he, he's, he's not cheese, not cheese.
0: And he's you know cheese it his garden. He seems to have written back sarden. Yeah. I don't know what a back sarden is. Is it only different to a front sardon? <laughs> Easy. Easy. Yes. All right. Uh, but let's just talk about um, Will's for a minute.
3: We yes.
2: like
0: Will's. Like yeah. Wills.
2: He's our favourite character. He is. He's yes. the only
3: convincing police officer yeah. in the drama yeah. for me. Why is that? that? He is what just I so sort say, of matter of fact. He or? is. He is the. Unruffled sergeant, Mm. but he is very—he does ooze experience as a police officer, and he's very. It's very—he Nick has done
0: his background on this. Yeah, I mean George Dixon at this point is ancient, isn't he? When should he have retired? About twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We should have retired when
2: they
3: started, shouldn't we? And, and they died y- y- yes, in 1955. He, had, he should have well, been retired. In the in the blue light, fa- uh, in the blue, blue light, no, that, the blue lamp, the blue lamp film. He was due to retire there and then. He then wa- mm. he was he was going to retire. Yeah. And then he gets killed. But then he gets we're, we're we're nearing
0: the end of the series the yeah. series run mm-hmm. and you, you said one of the reasons he's probably station sergeant is so he doesn't have to have go, go outside out. much <laughs> yeah. or move from behind the desk yeah. Yeah. and later later on in the final series they make collator uh, what's, right, what's yeah. a collator
3: uh, collator is the uh, local information officer or, or what they call the um, intel officer now they just mm-hmm. collate all the intel from the officers brought in and they put it on a daily briefing sheet and that's given out uh, to, to parade when all the officers come in the sergeant duty sergeant will read it out to his parade and in
0: practical terms it means he gets to sit behind a desk for the entire season basically i think he goes outside once or twice Mm. there's a couple of little bits where he goes gets to go outside but for most of the time he just gets to sit down yeah because
2: he was he had really bad arthritis and he couldn't move around very much
0: yeah um there was talk about carrying the series on without dixon yeah and yeah. Um, just calling it dot green. Green. green and yeah. didn't they sound sound that sound out um nicholas donnelly uh, nicholas donnelly thank you to carry about, it about being will, becoming and the lead but mm-hmm. wasn't too he, happy about he, it. he, he said mm-hmm. well you yeah. can't have dixon's dot green without yeah. dixon yeah. Uh, but i don't know maybe i like the be, concept maybe it yeah, would been like interesting if you yeah. sort of moved it away a bit yeah um just just calling it dot green maybe or or just changing the title in, entirely, it, it would have been an interesting character, yeah. I think. Mm. You've got established characters that
3: have gone mm. plenty of mileage to go on them.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean the mm. the actual investigation eventually establishes that um he was the one. That, dead, that, dead eye, Nick. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that he was the brilliant marksman that yeah, that, that, that managed did to it.
2: shoot him. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think it's quite nice the way it's shot in that he get. um Filmed rather. I was going to say the <laughs> I was say, now, the, the pun, videoed anyway because it's mm. in the studio. They're all sat in the in the room with the mm. with the uh, diagram on the black blackboard, um, and they all go out, mm. and uh, Will's is left to sort of think about this, yeah. mm. isn't he? Yeah, and it it just stays with him for a few seconds. He gets up and he starts to rub out. The blackboard. The blackboard. Mm. And the guy he shot was called Kendrick, I think. Mm. who's represented by a K. And mm. the last thing he yeah. rubs out on the blackboard is the K. Mm. And then you cut to the titles, mm. the end titles. I think that's... I said to you, Lisa, mm. that's the way I would have shot yeah. that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And the other thing that shows how good Nick is, is when the senior officer says to him, that's a remarkably good shot. You should be very proud of yourself, Wills. And Wills doesn't react. No. He mm. doesn't say anything. Because I think the realism is has hit him. He's, he's taken someone's life, yeah. even in the line of duty. But um, he, he doesn't say anything, does he? He doesn't no. react. Uh, I think the way he's played that is really good. Because mm. now things, as you say, and that leads up to those last scenes where he's wiping the board and yeah. leaving... The person who was killed to last
0: off. It's, it's a he, very he thoughtful there, ending, yeah. I think. Mm. And and it's it's a it's a very strong episode and I can see why they episode. chose yeah. chose it as a as a repeat. Because there are some, some episodes that you know, there's stuff in there you you wouldn't dare repeat these yeah. days. Yeah. And I think we'll talk about that another sort time. of stuff <laughs> at another time. Yeah. There is mm-hmm. a certain episode, <laughs> baubles, bangles, <laughs> bangles and beads Ooh. that we would l- I think deserves to be talked about in yeah. its own its own, in its own right, its own right yes. but Firearms Were Issued is a very good representative it is. Yes, episode yes, yes. if you and, want to yeah. look at Dixon that's a good one to start and with, I, I would think.
2: say going back to Johnny Wheels briefly if if you wanted a policeman on your side, he's the one. Oh, yes. Because yeah. he's rock solid. He is. Yeah. And you know he'd do his best Yeah, to do what, to help you.
3: And when he retired, he became a teacher at Grange Hill. He, he? did become a teacher oh, at yes. Grange Hill, yes.
0: <laughs> he's a PE teacher, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So oh, you've the story. Is this again. after Bullet Baxter? Or? Yeah. Before Bullet before Baxter, Bu- I think. Before, before Bullet, 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 Baxter. Baxter. Yeah, before Bullet
3: yeah. Baxter. And what's yeah. the link between uh, Grange Hill and Dixon? Oh, go on. It's what? gone out my ear now. The young, uh, the lady who's production
0: assistant. <laughs> production assistant on what? On Dixon. On um, mm. on this one. What's her name? Yeah. Oh mm. dear, by production design, mm. no makeup. Uh, not I am, not Margot. It might it. Have been
3: Margot. Yeah.
0: Mm. I don't know then. I'm mm. gonna have to. Might be
2: Margot. We we'll have to come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. If no we idea. can't find it right at this moment.
0: <laughs> we'll look that mm. up when we do when but we do the thing.
2: I should say as well. We've we've talked about this before, but we think Dixon of Dot Green is an idea. Mm could be made now yes it'd be made as a period piece yeah a heartbeat or something like that you could either set it in 30s when dixon's a young pc yeah or you set it in the 50s when he's a an older pc or a sergeant mentoring andy 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 dixon that's not right andy um oh god i've forgotten his
3: name now andy andy (laughs) (laughs) old. and i think that you're right there because they took that concept and threw it into the audio place, didn't they, with David yes, Tennant? That's what I was to say, because yes.
0: yeah, there, there yeah. was some audio stuff done. Was it just before David Tennant? Yeah, David Tennant the, does one series the and
2: then becomes the Doctor and somebody else does the second series. Okay, right. They have to get somebody else Scottish in because the second series. <laughs> somebody else Scottish. <laughs> it's, it's the first few
3: episodes, isn't it? Because yeah. it's Andy's first pinch yes. and yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we but, should. We, we haven't actually moved. David mentioned. Calder. That's we haven't actually mentioned
0: the director of this episode Oh yes, have oh, yeah.
2: it's It's... Um, Veer Lorimer. Veer here, dear. Via,
0: Darling Veer. Veer here, here. Um,
2: Who never knew anybody's names.
0: No. What's the story about um, Jenna and Callie or something?
2: He, he, I think he called them... In Blake 7. Yeah, he called them <laughs> Jelly.
0: What was it? Jam and, jam and <laughs> jam Jelly. Jam and Jelly. Jam and Jelly or something. <laughs> Brilliant. Because <laughs> there's a story about you, you could get Veer Lorimer to do your own stunts. Didn't yeah, because yes. he'd say,
2: "I can't yes. do you." You'd say, "I can't do that," and he'd go, "Yes, you can," and he'd do it. Yeah. He'd, he'd drop, roll, roll down the hill, a hill or something. and then you couldn't say you couldn't say no because he'd done <laughs> it and proved you could do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yes, I, I mean, he shoots it. I said in quite a sort of matter of fact way, yeah, um, which I think really works for for the episode. It's 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 mm. it's sort of more documentary than, than anything else. It's no. not trying to be an action packed no thing no. like mm. the Sweeney. And for for that style of story, I think it works. Yeah. We just got the end credits going yeah. now, so. and
2: they're still using Dixon's opening.
0: Yes, so chat you now.
2: Little, little, we can't say that. Soliloquy. What, the
0: evening all. The, the evening all. Good yes. The night all. Um,
2: no, just the evening all because there's a program on. In, on the BBC oh, yes. in the daytime and they used that back community policing and All they right. used that little bit of Dixon oh. filmised but hey mm-hmm. can't get away <laughs> with everything but yeah
3: well it also appeared at the end of um, Ashes to Ashes didn't it He did
2: yeah because that's what sort of gene is isn't it yes Genius Dixon. Genius Dixon. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're smart. <laughs> They're that, that, that really okay, in my head. Okay.
2: We, we apologise if you've not seen the end of Ashes to Ashes because we've just sort of spelt it for you. Oh, right, but Okay. You shouldn't be listening in <laughs> that <No>. case.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, there you are. Dixon of Dot Green. Firearms were issued. Yeah. A very yes. solid episode. Yes. Very good. Recommended. Yes. Very recommended. Now we're, hmm. we'll disappear and then we're going to come back with Nick and Paul mm-hmm. who are going to have a debate about their favourite <laughs> episodes of various 70s uh series. Yes. Awesome. See you soon then. Okay, bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hello again. Uh, we are in Salisbury and we have a twosome. <laughs> well, we, including me, we've got a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> but we have Mr. Nick Goodman. Hello. 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 Hello, Nick Goodman. Hello. And Mr. Paul Chandler. Hello. And we're going to set them at each other's throats. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope Gentleman's not. Gentleman's agreement. <laughs> because I'm going to name some series and ask them to champion an episode and or a season in each case. So... Space 1999, which is the better season, and why, and which episode is the best out of your favourite season? Start with uh, Nick.
5: Oh, Nick. Well, in my opinion, Mm. I try not to look forward to the eye. (laughs) In my my opinion, the first series was the best. But it really depends on what you want from your Mm. Um, sci-fi. For me, I suppose it's because I um, grew up with... The, the 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 picture strip and the more serious ufo which came just before mm-hmm. um space series one as it was uh was a natural progression for that because it was quite so serious and po-faced and that had a lot of serious kind of thought thoughts about science and about the universe and and it let's face it if you're blasted out of the earth's orbit and you're never going to see your home again it's a tragic situation and and it's a tragic kind of thing descending on you and and not i mean i don't think it, it was ever in either season enough done about the kind of loneliness of ooh, you know but you you got it a little bit more from the loneliness of the universe from series one and you have barry morse a lo- lovely actor who provides the sort of the science part of it right but also the kind of fatherly kind of thing with with, with to, to everyone uh you had a what um so I, I yeah I think and also the I suppose the novelty factor because it had just started out and it had the the special effects but they weren't encroaching at this stage um, yes it was metaphoric uh, metaphysical and yes it was very sort of pie-in-the-sky some of the episodes um, but there was something about that 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 sort of serious approach that I think yeah worked so, so which, which well.
0: episode showcases that best
5: um, Ooh, now ooh. and inevitably you're going to kind of turn to your favorite ones i think um which episode would you i could th- i actually going to put aside my two favorite episodes i mm. mean the, the trouble is if you're if you're is, is it the one that represents the show mm. um i think the one that the acme of the first series would be black, the black sun which is course of like, like, uh, end and you know they, they all think they're going to die and they're, they're all off and something very weird happens, but it's it's done quite it's done with a kind of gentleness and not so over the top, and and, and a weirdness and they all suddenly age and there's a, a voice that might be some kind of great all powerful force and and they're all drinking brandy and everything. it's the props that actually sell it you know the human sort of tired yeah. of it. Um, so I think Black Sun would be an an epitome of series one as to my favourite episodes, I would quickly throw in. Okay, go on. <laughs> um, uh, Death's the Dominion and Dragon's Domain, because they're both superb and they've got. One's got a great story and a great monster, and the other one's got Brian Blessed. <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> well,
0: thank you, Nick. We'll turn to Paul, who I'm sure is going to disagree.
1: Well, i I'd be disappointed if you didn't do did that. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I do think the ideal season would be season one and a half, a little bit of <laughs> both seasons, but if I find season one, two, Serious, but so I would. But I would go with season two uh, because that has always sort of been the sillier season, and um, I, I like well Se- season two. I know very little about. Yeah, it. I'm still watching. I'm literally just recently watching on Blu-ray, so I am filling in the gaps where I hadn't seen every single episode. And episodes like the Rules of Luton with the the trees, I, I find it delightfully um, uh, like. Just amazingly <laughs> watchable and <laughs> ridiculous, and um, uh, and. Yeah, if I was going to make an episode of Space Nineteen Ninety Nine, that that's probably why I would come up with: talking trees and all sorts. Uh, but it's not my it's not my favourite one. I was going to
0: say, can you explain what's happened to everybody that's disappeared from season one? Where are uh,
1: they? Um, I think they probably had food poisoning, and then um, in the process of being sick, fell down the, the toilet and got <laughs> <just laughs> evacuated into space. That's probably what happened. Oh, I see. That's think, the sorry. official history. Is, yeah, it, is yes. it okay? That's canon. Is not yeah, it? Yeah, that's canon. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, yeah, so I'm favourite just, episode you've seen so far? Um, well, it's one of the ones that I knew for, uh, sort of the, the longest. Uh, Bringers of Wonder Part 1 2. Um, that's right, isn't it? The yes. p- with the pizza monsters. With the pizza they're monsters. Uh, and, and <laughs> who, who are m- uh, what I love about that is partly when they're like in a party scene, uh, there's all these people standing around and then when you see the monsters, they're absolutely ginormous and you wouldn't get you couldn't possibly fit them in the room um (laughs) you know it's spatially it doesn't it it, it's ridiculous but that sort of thing sparks my imagination and makes me sort of love it all the more really oh brilliant Um, yeah
0: okay i'll take that as an answer
5: right (laughs) we'll move on to blake seven blake seven best season first of all best season i would have to say for me was two because you still have blake in it because i think (laughs) anyone coming to uh, a blake seven and say oh no Blake. Now I'm not saying the show didn't prosper without him, I think it did um, we're, we're re-watching series 3 at the moment and um, there's a there's a kind of sexy drive in it which although entirely appropriate in context it d- could not have happened with dear old Blake because he was just such a he was more interested in starting a revolution than jagging anybody and um, but with 2, you still have Blake you got over the initial kind of fiddly faff of setting up the show yeah uh if you wanted to see the show you'd obviously go back to it but as a snapshot um you had some you had chris boucher starting to creep in his stories for me raised the game a hell of a lot and you had a wonderful cynical kind of uh, edge to which absolutely pitch perfect for blake that really was worked very nicely you had a through line in that they were starting to fail a bit because one of their number dies. They, although they got this supercomputer, everything was built up in series one, mm. and now they slowly took it's, it away yeah, yeah. and made it difficult. And they got a they got a a mission to go through. So there's a through line through the whole thing, colourful episodes, uh, a mixture of um, the sort of colonial kind of. Uh, Federation ones. You've got the quirky ones. You've got the quirky one from Bob. So You're you starting to get Bob House I mean, what more could what better recommendation can you add? And you've got a slam bang, thank you, ma'am, end uh, season cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, however, individual episode, I would have to say that the episode that really encapsulates Blake for me and is the the very best is Rumours of Death. I think it's absolutely bloody superb. Yeah. Uh, it's got ticks all the boxes. Chris Boucher again at his most magnificent. Uh, it's got an intrigue. You've, you've got a kind of revenge plot, which is the kind of thing that is, pulls through the characters because they're not perfect. They're not. They're very flawed and, and they're very kind of damaged. And um, and you've got that through a rebellion thing, which so it's all interlinked with what had gone before. Um, but also you learned a bit more about the show and and one of its lead characters i.e. Avon develops during that time Mm -hmm. and it's just beautifully written and very competently shot by uh, Fiona Cummings and
0: I think that's a you know that one always. not that you particularly like season polls and things like that but 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 it's one of those ones that always features highly I think yeah
5: yeah my um in fact, putting my money where my mouth is, twenty seven years ago when um I sat down with uh Elaine and her friend, Elaine's friend at the time was into Blake. Mm-hmm. Elaine wasn't. I was into Blake and I was just getting Blake and Elaine wasn't. So we actually sat I sat down and watched showed them, you know, we sat Elaine down and we said we're gonna show you some episodes. and mm-hmm. It didn't take long for "Rumors to Death" to come out, <laughs> and I, I and, and also "Sarcophagus," which is oh, the. Yes. book. I'm not. I'm not sort of jumping. I'm not grabbing two here. It yeah. just happens. You've got a really strong couple of episodes together, um, again, both by Dem- Fiona Cutlings. Um But yeah, so that and that and that, and she left my house, fan. Oh. Well, at least uh, 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 wanting. T- yes. Wanting, wanting to more. See more. Oh. So I, I definitely recommend "Rumors of Death." Okay, right, Paul.
0: Um, you've had a chance to think because <laughs> well, I've no idea I, I, what you're going to say I, I, for yeah, this.
1: I, and i've not watched them from end to end for a long time, so it makes it easier in a way to kind of go instinctively what i would what I would like um i'm not I'm not really bothered that much by season one or two, <laughs> and I'm not saying this deliberately. it's three and four that I like um s- partly because season four I actually remember seeing at the time and the previous the early seasons I wouldn't have seen. But um, I just like... So I'm used to the lineup up of sort of Tarrant and Dana and um, I'm a very, very big fan of Dana, particularly in Season 3. I think I don't like when they all get stuck in the um, the horrible, horrible sort of jumpsuits in Season 4. I think <laughs> it's it's, it's, a sh- it's a shame. But I still like those two se- seasons best and it's um, just a good variety of, of stories. And I never really liked... Um, is it Gan... Is yeah, it? yeah, I know yeah. we like Gan particularly, and I'm, never, I'm Sorry, not a big he speaks highly <laughs> of uh, yeah, no. say, Well, say I'm sorry, yeah. card, I, and, I, and I'm Bla- Blake I find quite boring. Uh, I, I much prefer, uh, tar- um, much prefer Villa and um, Avon, um, and I, I, th- I think um, Nick does know <laughs> what I. I interested to see if right? oh, well, <sighs> I write? well, that I can't think of one for season three, especially. Um, even though I like the whole sort of, I like most of the episodes. So, it's, sorry, so my my two favourite ones that I most have most often rewatched are <laughs> Rescue and Blake. Um, and Nick's <laughs> guess right. <laughs> well,
5: I guess I guess right. I, I didn't know you were going to say Blake, but i thinking about it, you you are. Um, I have to say, just linking into what yeah. Paul was saying, um the. I don't. It's interesting concept. This Blake being because he was a different. It was a completely different animal to uh, Avon and Villa and other things because he was he was more more focused on the mission than than he was on the personal development, which is why I think he came across it a little bit boring. And I, I I I didn't have a problem with him, but I would be interested to see. I don't think I think the show would have felt a bit stale if he had carried on. Mm. Um, I, if he had actually gone on. The three. I don't think the show would have felt it was moving on. Uh, no disrespect to Gareth Thomas; he played it very well, and, and it was a good character. But I would say yes, he did have a he did have a point. Uh, it, it, but uh, yes, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I rescued Chris Patrick. Hey. I was
1: excited when this when he turns into the Sea Devil at the end. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's kind of eerie as well. Yes, the it music is, um, down in the cave. There's
5: some wonderful wonderfully written bits for dorian you know the whole the whole thing of uh, one of the group was killed before you got there you know <laughs> the group remains by time and pain and the meters of iron. i mean you do, what a brilliant writer
0: yeah. <laughs> all Right, thank you um i'll stay with paul mm-hmm. i'd written down um the new avengers yep. but uh, i'm gonna expand it to the avengers and all the new avengers because I, I think i guess you. where, where you're your yeah. loyalties probably uh, lie but uh, i'll, I'll say favorite era of the avengers
1: well my favorite e- era i do love i do love the, the, the new avengers mainly for mainly for John lumley and um gareth hunt but my favorite era is the uh, <laughs> um the tower king era which is um probably makes me a bit in the uh, um, you know, most people like uh, Emma Peel, which I which I do, but I think she gets overpraised. And also, in the colour season of the Avengers, it's very much affected by things like Batman. By then, and I think a lot of the episodes become very formulaic. You can almost tell when, like, so second advert break, this point will have happened. There'll be a fight. It's a bit like some of the episodes of things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, there's going to be a fight at a certain point in the show, and and um you know I, I think they slightly went it was off off sort of changed the form, formula or didn't have a formula when Tara king was uh, w- was the assistant and also i do like the sort of fashions and everything of of the le- the late 60s and she's a lot she's Tara's a lot more feminine and i like the fact that she's bashing people with handbags <laughs> and, and i think uh, and i i just love you know she's she's i think she's such a great actress considering how young she was um, and um, you know a lot of the excuses I've heard for White wasn't successful, which blame her. I just think of a load of nonsense. I can't, I can't think that she she could have been any better. And and also you know coming after a very popular assistant, you need to be different. You can't be th- the same. And you know she was given some dud stories and given some really good stories. But overall, it's a really interesting era of the show. Um,
0: I vaguely remember, didn't you <coughs> film a few Avengers? Inspired bits well, for Sutton Park. I remember you doing high kicks and things well,
1: like that. Well, I can't remember if Sutton Park or whether we did it for Retaliators, was it? which was which was the thing that we did with our friend David, which Nick was involved in and was involved in. I was very keen that we did a Tara King inspired title sequence, hmm. and that that involved like running along a wall and falling off and <laughs> like that. All that. that's the title sequence of King where the door opens and. Uh, and, and there's like a door standing in the middle of a field and it's all very arty there's no reason f- for it I, I wanted to spoof that um, we might have done it for Sutton Park but
5: Are you were going to have the, the, somebody throw the rose as with the Tower yeah, King title and somebody it. drops it or, or gets out and yeah, and, yeah. All, the catching
1: the thorns yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> definitely definitely wanted to do that that's um, for, for for you know you've still got a lot of the Doctor Who people involved in that season and the weirder the better really I think it's like Pandora and um, wish you were here, and because um, you've got think, Terry Nation as yeah, story editor at that point. Yeah. Singing Majig, that's an interesting one. There's there's, lo- there's loads of really interesting, really interesting episodes in that period. I mean, I think I probably like the black and white Muppeteer more than I like um, the the colour Muppeteer, and I don't really bother beyond Muppet. I do. I mean, I I, would, I usually consider myself a fan from Muppeteer onwards. I'm not that interested before then Hmm. um i i now own a box set of everything that exists but i well bar one episode yeah yeah (laughs) all things are missing but um well i mean the one that they found oh they yeah yeah. um so so um as as for new avengers my, my favorite ones mostly the 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 obvious ones like sleeper and uh um yeah sleeper and target um I like some of the late, I like some of the Canadian ones in Season 2, like Emily and um, the one in the tower block complex. Complex, mm. and um, I, I can see that it was sort of, I feel like it was sort of beginning to, uh, it, it could have gone on to stru- even better things after, you know, had it continued. I, I like the fact that it was it moved away from England and started being a bit more international. I could, could have seen that going on, had it not been axed or... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. Right, Nick. I
5: I will actually say uh, uh, to reinforce what Paul said about that. I actually thought Linda Thompson was the best looking Avenger girl. Even even I would I would actually say she was more attractive even than Joanna Lumley. So I yeah I I think she's underrated as well. But uh, best
0: best story or period
5: best, best period of New Avengers or oh, New Avengers. Avengers, Avengers. Or New Avengers. Um, I don't I, I really feel as... well enough qualified to comment on the avengers i have to say what i've seen um i would be tempted to agree with paul uh, what what i've seen of the old avengers yeah. i've actually i've, I've enjoyed tara king as well um and i think there was one that stands out that um, was a was a comedy one Dennis Spoon of course yeah. uh stop me if you've seen this oh, one yes, there's yes. two fellas yeah. and you got Bernie Cribbins and you got John Cleese yeah, John and, Cleese I, with a load of
0: eggs and, with faces yeah, right. on yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, and that was a, that was great fun that was that for me was the new avengers I like that, okay. the, no that was the aveng sorry that was that the was avengers as as it sort of was, you know, it's was rather brave. That was quite a brave episode.
0: But I was going to say, new, new Avengers is more... Yes, I mean, I'd never your, heard of the your...
5: Avengers when the New Avengers came yeah. out. So, I remember it very well. So did you know out. why they were new? no no i just thought they'd they'd sort of only unpack them just kind of <laughs> like they were fresh out of the of the box no it took me a while to realize that there had been previous avengers which is odd because my mum was very up on well i, uh, I was I, must admit,
0: I, vague, I vaguely remember watching it and i was confused because you had gambit yes the character yeah. but you also, also had gambit the uh um quiz show hosted by Fred Dynage and I never worked out whether they were connected or not Uh,
5: I mean yeah I came to New Avengers uh, in uh, uh, 1976 completely unaware of the old one I don't think don't think I was aware at all of it and um, it, I was instantly. I enjoyed all the banter between Purdy and Gambit. I loved all that stuff. I loved the the the. I loved the the bowler hat and Steed. And and um, I remember even giving my sister a cardboard cutout Steed for Christmas. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I don't think she probably still got it. But no, New Avengers is definitely my era. um I respect the revengers the old Avengers, and I know that our friend Alan is. Cool. Yes is a, a a huge authority has written books about it um but like paul i don't i don't think i've even seen any cathy gale episodes um but uh, i've i've I, I don't really kind of but yeah new new avengers i would i would so, sort of so best, zool, you know, best story best story it's almost appallingly easy but i would say it, it and because i championed it for so long stayed up late to watch it begged my parents to let me stay out for watch it's got to be target well you've got a deep roy story i've got just, a deep Roy. yeah tell, deep,
0: tell us your deep roy story Well, deep
5: roy who played a little uh diminutive sidekick of pete keith baron in it uh there was recently put up on facebook a picture of himself as publicity still from uh from the show and i said oh i've just got to tell him you know i just i was just nuts about that episode it turned well i just put the the previous week i'd see cat amongst the pigeons i thought that oh that's really good um, but target whoa, whoa want to watch this every week is the best thing on telly um and i said to him you know i the wheelings and dealings i did with my mother trying to stay up late for watch this and he said um, um, you know i've got a target on you or something <laughs> or something like that you know it was he's really good with fans yeah and um but no i just think editing the whole idea is wonderfully it, it works in an action sense it works in a humor sense, it works in a threatening sense and it's just so beautifully edited and you've got the sort of kind of almost war games kind of setup with that yeah again in a very you know the hot summer of 76 so you've got the, it's like it's dreamy town and suddenly all these uh, people keep popping up and trying to shoot you It just uh, <laughs> captured my imagination as a kid and I've all you know I still we watched it because there's
0: that that the exploding police box yes. shot yes yes, yes.
5: And Joe, my friend Joe Bunsell was because I, I it, cause it was shown around right about the time I left school. I said, to Joe, you've got to, oh, it's Target, you've got to watch Target. You know I mean? <laughs> and, and he said it was great, apart from the exploding police, but they killed the tards. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know it was, but no, it, I just think it's 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 got the lot, mm. you know. And you've got Purdy, uh, one for the dads, you know, Purdy shunting up the thing, and you've got a, a wonderfully icy villain with Keith Barron, yes. and a wonderfully icy sidekick with Deep Roy. You got your old Bob Beattie. You got Bruce Purchase. You, it's just got everything. It's I I, I cannot fault it. Smash it's it. just such a good episode. Thank
0: you. Right, and finally, finally, um, Sapphire and Steel. We we'll turn very briefly to best Sapphire and Steel story and why, Paul.
1: Well, I love the four parties. So that knocked out all the other. F- that knocked out four of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I wish that there had been more I wish there been more four parties and we had more stories um, I, I so it's very difficult between the man with no face and the garage story um, I swing between the two because I do it's weird because I, I was kind of quite young when they were screened but my parents used to go out quite a lot for, to do my dad's work and I remember having babysitters and I think the babysitters probably watched steel, and that's how i got to see them too and those are the only two stories i remember so that's obviously also going to sort of um give me a sort of personal um sort of nostalgia but i i think i'll go with the garage story story six partly because i i when i've watched series four so sorry when i've watched story four more recently i feel that it kind of the first two episodes are really good and then it might sort of towards the end, um I, I think it sort of tails off a little bit. Whereas I think to story four, you just don't know what's going on a lot of the time and it kind of builds up and you're not quite sure how it's going to end and it keeps adding new little bits to it and you get um returning characters and um uh, and then and then the ending of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what
1: what happens after the final scene though? Um they uh, A door opens and a podcaster steps <laughs> through the door and says, Hello, this is the Shy Life podcast. Would you like to be interviewed? You're, well, we haven't got be, anything else to for here. eternity. You're <laughs> going to be here for eternity. <laughs> 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 and they just, jump out the window. they just jump out the window. I'm not sure. <laughs> Other than that.
5: Okay, uh, fair enough. Thank you. <laughs> Nick? Oh... um, again Safran's still a great favorite um this is an agonizing one really I know. because uh, <laughs> i know this was it really be difficult, is really a kind yes. of agonizing but i'm holding one. a fake gun to your yeah. head <laughs> um, i have just I, I would love to be really brave and subversive and say dr McDee because right. i really uh, thats it's such a good story and entertaining and everything but uh, a, a, a railway station because it's the most frightening and mm. Uh, this ghost story you'll ever see and it's, it's just incredible and awesome but I've I've got to be really strong with this one and I would say like Paul I think the four parties are probably the most concisely written and, yeah. and, and, the, and the best and for me I, 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 and funnily enough I, I'm saying this having done a poll on the Saffron Steel site on Facebook but um, I would have to go with Man With No Face right. because it's just neat, frightening just it just ticks all the boxes and it's just a really really spooky idea and clever and again it's got a tragic fit you 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 had a tr- you always had a tragic figure in the best of the uh steals steels but could, in and and this has got one of the most tragic there's several several of those tragic in it and it's just brilliant it's uh, and and it's it, and at the, end, at the end i actually do feel that it, it does deliver yeah um and you've also got the the possibility he might come back, which is oh yes, very the, yes. Fr- that lovely, very frightening end where he's, he's trapped. A, but they say, get every yeah. picture of yourself, burn them, never have another taken.
1: I, I think you almost have to. that, that I, I almost wonder what, how effective that was when you first watched it. I think that's more effective on rewatching. You feel yeah. like because that's know, such what, a frightening line right, when you actually is. think about it. And you've got yeah. time, and you've rewatched it a few times. Yeah. You, 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 wow. Yes. <laughs> Whereas when it was perhaps shown the first t- time, you. You, you might. Oh, oh, so it on.
5: opens up a. You know, even that single line opens up a kind of thing is um, you've got. Even though that's 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 just your picture I mean, is mm. is he, it is he actually you even if you died I mean, it, it opens up a whole lot of can of worms and you just expect it to go oh, hang on a minute <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it expertly done and the yes. show at its best but there's, there's just so many good examples yeah. uh, although I have to say the, the worst ones I think were not worst in the I don't like them but the, 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 the one that didn't Punch beneath their weight. I think we're cracking through, escape through a cracking time and Creatures Revenge. Yeah. I would say Story Three is the only one that I think Lisa and I feel is overstretched.
0: Yeah. I mean, we struggle yeah, with it? yeah, it, it is. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Is, I mean, it, it, the idea it, is running thin at that yeah. point. I think, But also, then to come, think, come along with Story Four yeah. afterwards, it being so much, yes, so much better. In, is
1: in in there's same way as you associate certain episodes? as... Um, of Blake seven with me um, I definitely say that there was a time when you um, were very much associated with t- story five
5: yes don't, absolutely don't. and I've, I'm quite happy to be as well because again I had a sort of frightening memory of uh, Felix coming through the door sort of mm. gunged up and and I w- went through the door ooh. Oh, I wonder what that was about. Oh, too late, it's gone. No VHS, nothing. So it was, it was a good ten years before I, nearly ten years before I saw that story.
0: We've recently heard that um, you know Valentine Dials doing the commentary on the cricket match. Yes, yeah. he was actually in real life at that cricket match. Yes, I, yes, I, I suspected yeah. he might be. Yeah,
5: but I, I, I do. Which I, quite, I'd only learned that a few weeks ago. Paul actually is is quite right. I, I do love that story. I think I think it's got it isn't it hasn't got the very skilled minimalism of mm. of PJ because PJ's got that kind of wonderful kind of spooky kind of touch mm. but I think in terms of putting a story together one is a bit of a mess mm. and three certainly is a bit of a mess um, and it's it's got some good nice bits but they don't it's less than some of its parts I appreciate two. the fact that you have actually opened yeah. it out to other writers
0: yeah just, just just to see what they do and, with it And considering just, just to be th- that brave yeah and
5: say well uh, and know, considering a they only actually saw a couple of episodes uh that's actually quite good because i mean they they actually do there's a few things that, that they don't do before but, but considering they they're coming in on the show um i, I, I yeah i i i i'm very fond of dr Who. <laughs> right well thank you right very both of you good, good, good sirs point. yeah good that, point that's, that's, that's yeah, right, yes, sir.
0: and uh Let's do it again sometime. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And thank you very much to Nick and Paul for that lovely piece. Yes, thank you, Nick and
2: Paul. Yes, it's a lovely piece. And very politely done as well. No arguing at all. No, no fighting. No.
0: Uh, Nick's recorded some other pieces as well, which will be on future issues. So yes. we've got lots of lots stuff of, in the can Lots of
2: good Goodman stuff coming up.
0: Yeah. Um, a reminder that Paul's podcast, Shy, yes. Shy Life Podcast, is, is still available is still on SoundCloud iTunes. Jolly good that. it is too. And we did also did some recording for him for future editions. I think yes. he's coming up to issue 100, isn't he, at some point?
2: I think point. he's past issue 100. Is he? Oh, yes. blimey. Yes. Yes, um, but, busy boy.
0: But some odds and ends. Yes. um Mostly from the uh, piece um, earlier.
2: Dixon of Doc Green. Yes, Firearms um, were issued.
0: Vivian Cousins is the production assistant we were trying to remember. Yes, who also worked on Blake Seven. Blake Seven and on Grange Hill. Yes. Yes. With Nicholas Donnelly, Nicholas Donnelly.
2: who played Mr Mackenzie, who was a woodwork teacher.
0: And Mr Mackenzie is actually
2: 1985 onwards. Yeah, we
0: got overexcited. Yeah, yeah.
2: Hmm. But uh, presumably takes over. Uh, over from uh, Mister Hotwood, who is also a woodwork teacher. Mm-hmm. Who's I used Bob to have Bang a wood, wood,
0: wood, woodwork teacher who's called Mister Woodward.
2: Was he? Yes. <laughs> Mister Woodward, the woodwork teacher. Yes. That's confusing. <laughs>
0: yes. There you go. Um, <laughs> we also watched the episode "Sounds" the other day yes, as well, we did. which is which is an interesting yeah, that's one. That's an interesting one. That's
2: yeah. on the disc directly before firearms fire were issued. Yes.
0: Um, where they, they get a phone call and have to work yes. out where it's where come, it's come from, from based on the sound. Based in on the, the sound in the
2: background, yeah. Which, okay. is, which is a boat, yes. which you might get now, and, um, and an industrial sound. Yes. 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 They can't quite it work out. Well, with we won't these. give it away because it's it's well, worth a I said it was an industrial it, sound. It. Yes. Right. Yes. And they get somebody in to tweak it?
0: it uh, that, the episode. Also includes the infamous BBC Blankets. Oh yes, BBC Blankets. Which, mm. once you get your eye in for them, appear yeah. in virtually everything in the 70s. They're sort of darkish... That, that's Firearms were Rishud. Firearms were Rishud, yeah. 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 They're, they're sort of darkish grey, with yeah. sort of red, sort of... Stripe. Stripe, red, yellow, yeah. green black stripe at the bottom and they're
2: in every single bbc production they're in dad's of the 70s. army they're
0: in uh i think they're in mind of evil yeah, in stagmall prison aren't they? uh they're probably in porridge they're in steptoe steptoe because they're in steptoe
2: yeah, well, we um, and so nights. to bed wasn't it yes. yes
0: yes um the chase quiz show was on the it other was. day we wasn't were watching
2: it? that on sunday no not sunday
0: when was it a few days ago. Friday. Um, it was yes. And coincidentally, there was a question about where is Brunel University? So yes. our, our ears pricked up at that, didn't they? We, they did. Yes. Um, I think that's just about it. Oh, that we did have um, a message flood in um, from <laughs> Warren, who really liked my singing, apparently. He? And he, he's asked okay. that I should sing more in the future.
2: Has he? Are you sure you've read the message properly? Although
0: he seems to have spelt some of the words slightly wrong. Right. And what he seems to have typed, and I'm sure he didn't mean this, mm-hmm. in capital letters with lots of exclamation marks, it says, never let him sing again. <laughs> um, so right. I don't quite understand what he means by that. Oh, I think, he, I think I the meaning is like, I know he loves my singing. Yeah. He's a huge fan. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, but what we really wanted to... Uh, do now was just to spend a few minutes uh, to remember the late Geoffrey Belden. Yes,
2: who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Yes. As we are talking, and it's the 22nd of May. Yes.
0: But we are going to do um, Wurzel Gummage yes. in a minute. Yes. Um, but the trial, of the trial of Wurzel Gummidge. The trial of Wurzel Gummage, in which, of course, he's superb as the crow man, but he we'll is. talk about that when yeah. we actually do the that. piece yeah. but let's just um think of a few other things that we've seen him in or he's yeah. known for obviously i think um cat weasel is yes. probably his his biggest you know
2: yeah and he's superb at cat weasel biggest thing yeah. so we
0: watched the Wogle stone did. today yes. didn't we yes um which is from series yeah. two mm-hmm. um series two is the one where he's Collecting all the bits of the, the, zodiac. Um, the zodiac, yeah, it's and got this, a bit of a scene. This is the one for Virgo. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got Kenneth Cope as the yes. guest you, star in you, that. with a wig. I don't
2: yes. know if he's, he's running a hotcut hot cut wig, <laughs> it mean, might be on the right way if it is this time,
0: but uh. but again, it's it's a it's a series, and we we should perhaps do Cat Weasel in more detail, yeah, in the future. Yeah, we've actually got um, to find it again, yes, yeah, well, it's, it's over there sure. somewhere. Um, but. It really demonstrates just how good a cast you got in yeah. in that.
2: Yeah. And it was played completely straight. There mm. was no. They're not playing it as a kid show. No, they're not they? playing it down to, to the kids.
0: There's a cat in there isn't There's there? A There's a black like, cat that looks like, like Martha. our
2: Martha. Yeah. Yes. We will put a picture of Martha up on the Round the Archives Twitter feed so that for the Ocean for you want to see her. You can see her. We should put yeah. one of Rose as well, because you've been hearing Rose quite a lot.
0: Yes. But. Um, You've got Murray Watson as well. It's in, Murray Watson, who was passed for yes, so recently. Yes, so it's um, quite a nice El, of to, to him. Elspeth Gray yep. and Peter Butterworth, yes, who are all the like the regulars. Yep. And, and Tony Courtin's in it as well. Oh, Tony Courtin, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's a nice bit in that one where Cat Weasel comes across the big digging machine. Yes, and it's yep. quite reminiscent of what they do later in the goodies in in the new office. I don't know whether you've seen that one, where they've got all this animation of digging machines as though they're dinosaurs. Oh right, no, There's I There's three I've seen that one. three digging machines on a plane, and they're sort of opening and shutting the sort of okay. buckets at the start, and they overlay sort of roars of all right. creatures no, on them. No, you've not seen, seen that? that one. Oh, no, oh, it's it's just similar because Catweasel assumes it's some sort of creature. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's a fantastic performance, Catweasel, mm-hmm. isn't yes. it? And I said perhaps we should do that, you know, more at fully some uh, at some point. <laughs> But um, we were just sort of going through his list of stuff. Mm. And yet he's another of those actors who pops up in Sergeant Cork. Yes. This is Case of the Ornsby Diamonds yes. from 1964. Mm-hmm. And he's also in that one with yeah. uh, Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward.
2: Who's very good. And Noel Johnson's Noel in Johnson, that yeah. as well. Yeah.
0: Um, so that that's certainly... Worth, Very, we can't actually worth,
2: remember who he plays at this precise moment. In worth time. a look.
0: I, th- I think he might be an expert on diamonds, but I'm Possibly. not sure. I can't. Yeah. I, I honestly can't remember. Yeah. Um, it's a long time since we yeah. we've seen that now. Yeah. And
2: we also saw him fairly recently in Crib.
0: Oh yes, what was he in Crib? He's,
2: he's the he's a verger. Right. He's the he's a verger, and his sister has two daughters who I won't get to say too much, but they're marrying elderly gentlemen. Right, and the elderly gentlemen don't necessarily live that long <laughs> and it has um the uh, i've forgotten his name the chap that is pl- he's in trial of a time Lord. Yeah,
0: this is something old this is cribs. something old something new from yeah. 1980 mm-hmm. um he's uncle ezra uncle ezra ezra it's, winter
2: yes, he, he's convinced he's gonna die at any moment he's a, he's a hypochondriac oh yes it? it's a really good performance
0: yes yes i, I did like that yeah. that episode that was that yeah. was rather fun um but yeah, he do, he does uh, pop up in Crown Court a couple, couple yeah. of times. i don't think
2: we've got to that that far. Tells of yes. the
0: unexpected. Now yes. he's done two, but yep. we've we've seen him in Fat Chance yes. uh, from 1980. With, um, that's the Miriam Margulies one. Is the Miriam
2: Margulies one? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: He's the doctor, Doctor yes. Applegate, in that. Yeah. That, that. that's that's rather fun as well, yes, isn't it, is. it? Yeah, like that one um what else have we got uh, oh blot on the landscape we've oh, got, right, blot yeah. the landscape. got blot on the landscape yes. i si- i saw it on original transmission it, no. but you you haven't seen it yet yeah, so that's probably something he's ganglion well. the, the lawyer in that um, and that, that that that's fun because
2: uh, that's David Suchet, isn't it
0: yes yes uh voyage of the dawn treader 1989 Production, he's in that as yeah. Ramandu. We've got that as well. Yeah, all mm. creatures great and small, numerous parts. Well, several. Yes. Uh, Hat- Jeff Hatfield, Mr. Mason, and Roland Partridge. Mm. Um, Roland Partridge sounds like he should be in like Grange Hill, doesn't he? He does, <laughs> yeah.
2: but yes, yeah, probably playing farmers and things. Isn't oh, those? should
0: we mention Fort Bo- 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 Boyard or Boyard. Boyard? Is it well? The, he is in it, the professor, yeah. Yes.
2: There was a bit in Fort Boyard where.
0: Well, what is Fort Boyard? Well, fort because Boyard a lot of people wouldn't is, know what that was. Is
2: the Crystal Maze for stupid people? It's
0: set on was it set on some it's set sort, on, of, on a sort of, of, sort of island?
2: Sea fort thing, and they have to. I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but they have to. I think they collect time, mm. and then they get into a it's bit sort of the physical ends. games. Isn't it? Physical games, yeah. 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 it's and leslie then collect coins. yes leslie grantham's in one series and christopher ellison's in one series yeah. obviously christopher ellison's in the later series but because tom baker's in it as well yeah i was
0: gonna say tom baker's captain baker yeah
2: that's <laughs> just to make it easier for himself yeah
0: and jeffrey belden's the professor, the professor. and he's in yeah. this Basically, sort of room he's in a tower, isn't he? yeah and, and they, they go into him.
2: this tower and he he, he um asks them questions and gives them clues and if they can get the answer they get Whatever it is they're competing for, I forget what it is. Yeah. For. I've never seen a whole
0: episode. <laughs> I've just, I've just sort of you seen sort of, the bits. You, you tune in to see Jeffrey at and Tom Baker, and then Baker, you and then you'd switch off because yes. that was the good bit, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, yes, of course he did. Doctor Who creature, creature from the pit. From the pit. He does get that wonderful line. What was it? Um, hmm. Where he's the, the sort of astrologer. astrologer. Was yeah. it seer to princes the? Yeah. The past explained, the future foretold, the present apologised for. for yeah. And you can tell that's a real Douglas Adams yeah. line, can't you? Yeah,
2: and he's, he's wonderful in that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there is a thing I wanted to mention as well. There's a DVD. It's a documentary about Wurzel Gummage. Yes. And it's called Return to Scatterbrook Farm. And we urge you to buy it because it's very good and all the money goes to charity.
0: Yeah. I think it's just Return to Scatterbrook. Oh, Return yes. to Scatterbrook. Well, Memories of words Memories of Wordsworth. Yeah.
2: They would still find it if they put yes, fire I know. In. <laughs> um, and he's he's telling a story about when he was in the stage play of Wort of Gummage, the yes. musical. And apparently at the start of that he um to start there's a big storm, because he's bringing the scarecrows to life. Mm-hmm. And he walks to the front of the stage and he had to say, I am a crow man Yeah and he, one night he walks to the front of the stage and says, I am a skeleton <laughs> And all the all the the chorus behind him were all dressed as scarecrows are all sniggering. He's like right right okay don't that do again. that again don't do <laughs> that again and a couple of nights later he walks to the front of the stage i i was getting oh i've done it again <laughs> he tells it much better than me so we urge you to buy the dvd to watch it's a really good dvd anyway it's it's if you're if you like bottle gummage yes it's very interesting yes along with the milk book which is also very interesting yes indeed yes yeah. yeah,
0: so yes we'll move on now i think to um yeah. to do the actual a Wurzel, Wurzel Gummidge but Geoffrey Bowden we salute you yes. for
2: giving us years and years of yes. wonderful wonderful performances yes
0: okay and now just a very short piece where we got a few words from Jack Hargreaves mm-hmm. talking about Southern tele- television and maybe helping to put um, Wurzel Gummidge in context yeah. in its role in sort of children's programmes done mm-hmm. by Southern so back in a second
2: okay bye bye
5: Children's programs came about for us because there was something of a neglect of children's programs. The industry was fairly young. The job of filling the network with first-class programs in peak time was enough and more than enough in the early years for the major companies to tackle. And there was a bit of a neglect of children's programs and the authority really put the boot in so to speak and they founded uh, a children's subcommittee and we, we, we all set off to improve children's programs and Southern television thought that this is an area into which they could in which they could make a major contribution so we set off to do it
0: So, where's all gummage, Lisa. Yes, where's all gummage? Oh, there's a lot we can say about Wurzel Gummidge. There is
2: Gummidge. a lot we can say about because it's not just a television series. No.
0: Um, I certainly watched the television series when yeah. it came on, but I, I was already very familiar with the character from years before that, right. because I was lucky enough to have two of the books right. as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had... Um, the books Wurzel Gummage and Wurzel Gummidge and Saucy Nancy right um, so I already knew the character right um, but we better as yeah. usual give a bit of background
2: well, Wurzel Gummidge is a scarecrow a
0: scarecrow who comes alive I'm and he life, features yes. in ten original books okay written by Barbara, Youth and Todd the mm-hmm. first book is simply called Wurzel Gummidge yeah from 1936 all the way through to 1963 when you get Detective Wurzel Gammage. Okay. Um, I sort of got a bit of a bee in my bonnet a couple of years ago, didn't I? And I was determined to collect all of the books.
2: Yeah, we managed to track them all down. Yeah.
0: Most of them are quite easy to get hold of. Yeah, there are a couple um, that are a bit harder. Because a lot of them were reprinted in the 80s when the series series was, was being broadcast. The ones that are hard to get hold of, though, are More About Wurzel Gummidge from 1938 and Wurzel Gummidge Takes a Holiday from 1949. Mm. Yeah. And those are the only ones where we spent a bit of money.
2: Yes, I had to spend a little bit yeah. more to get that. I think
0: Wurzel Gummidge Takes a Holiday and it's a lovely, it's quite a thick book actually. It is. Yeah. came as a hardback and that was about yeah. 20 quid, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it was a collector's yes. proper piece because that has mm. never been reprinted. No um So that that one is 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 hard to get older, but yes. we we managed it in the end, and I was very pleased. Mm-hmm. um But the books are quite mysterious and magical. Yes. Um,
2: so he's not a wizard, like it says. He is on the yeah. Back of the there's there's,
0: a, day there's a there's a modern day reprint. It says, Gummage is the scarecrow, and he's also a wizard." No, he's not
2: no it's just because oh. it's tight with all the Harry Potter stuff yeah but he's just, not always to sell because he doesn't bring himself sell to books life under false pretenses the, the crow man brings him to life or there is another version yeah. of it isn't there
0: but when the series started um, it was a bit of a surprise to me the way mm-hmm. they did it mm-hmm. because as I said I'd read two of the books um, and to me they were always quite creepy yeah um, they were they were quite dark um i'd just like to read a little bit from earthy mangold and wurzel gummage uh which is from 1954 okay which is talking about earthy mangold and when she first comes alive right because you have the things that the scarecrows are effectively born yes they're put together and they come Mm -hmm. to life for the first time so let Mm -hmm. me just um Read this. Oh, Upsa Daisy and Hannah Harrow are other scarecrows um, in this scene. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mr. Gummidge, interrupted Upsa Daisy. Oh, Hannah Harrow, the new scarecrow's starting to stir. It was quite true. The sacking skirt and cloak of the new scarecrow began to stir faintly, as though they were being fanned by invisible breezes. The sprouting potato shoots that made her hair turned to a brighter green. The twiggy fingers clutched the air and then spread themselves gently. The hawthorn bough legs rustled as softly as a hedge in springtime, and the little scarecrow smiled. As she did so, the birds in the distant rookery made loud protests. Oh aye, announced Wurzel Gummidge. The new scarecrows come alive now. The rooks say so. <laughs> Ooh, that is... It's quite freaky, that, is, "That is. That yeah. is... Magical and creepy yeah. and weird, yeah. but you can see exactly yeah, how you, you shoot how you that.
2: Shoot it, you start with the hands. Yeah, and that, move up the body. That, that just and... punches
0: up images yeah. in my head.
2: Oh, maybe you start at the feet and go up the body yeah. to the hands, and then, and then, and then, up the, then body the
0: face to the head moves. And do the little smile. Yeah, but you could yeah. you could terrify kids with that. You could terrify you? kids with that. Yeah. yeah. Um the the first book Words Gammage has mm-hmm. got some lovely illustrations yes it has. in it as yeah. well and there's there's a bit late towards the end where the scarecrows are going to war against another scarecrow mm-hmm. um and there's it's um it's all it's almost sort of like silhouette it's a very yeah. sort of black and white picture mm-hmm. with, with all these outlines of scarecrows and if you look carefully in mm. this picture one of them appears to be like conjoined twins. Yeah, it's
2: got two bodies, but it's one leg each. It's got
0: two bodies which have sort of separated. Each yeah. body's got one leg. It's got an arm on one side and an arm on, and two heads. And two heads. No. And that, ooh, if yeah. you tried to do that, you, could do you, that you couldn't do television. that on telly without no. a load of CGI and stuff. It's very so, scary. So th- mm. th- these books, ooh, they're. Yeah. they're if you've not read the books, you should read the books. See, seek out at least Gamage. Um, this is probably the, the easiest one. one to get. Just ignore yeah. the
2: stuff on the back of the paperback. Yeah,
0: Wurzel Gummidge and saucy Nancy is very good as well. Yeah, um, but she's not like Barbara. She's Windsor. not like Barbara Windsor is in the in the TV show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she sort of she, she 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 always points out to sea. She's got yes. this outstretched arm yeah. that points to the sea, and she mm-hmm. chews tobacco and mm-hmm. her. She's got a like shawl that's made out of fishing net. Fishing and net and yeah, yeah. She she actually, um, having just seen uh, knock knock in Doctor Who with the wooden yes. wo- woman character in that that's very much that's how what, how, she'd look. how saucy yeah. Nancy looks yeah. in my head. That she you know she is wood and mm. you can see it in her face all mm. the time. Um, but yeah, but yeah, then the TV show sort of comes on. Comes along, yeah. Mm. And you have you have to change the books for the t v show yeah. There's no question it of it. It can't
2: be that scary. It can't be that dark
0: no um in the books, John and Susan are very much the characters you identify with. You yeah. see Wurzel Gummidge through, through their, their eyes. eyes. Yeah. John and Sue are not in all the books. You get no. other identification characters mm-hmm. uh, later on but of course, in the t v show, Wurzel is is going to be the, the ca- is the lead character yeah,
2: you don't get an actor of. John put mm. caliber yeah. and, and then sideline him.
0: But changing it for the TV show is another reason you get the Crow Man. Yes. Because um, you
2: need an authority figure.
0: Yes. You need somebody for Wurzel to talk to yeah. and interact with who's, yeah. not, uh, him, him. who's not the kids. Not the kids, yeah. Um, so you get the Crow Man and Jeffrey Bowden plays that part immaculately. It's
2: wonderful. You do get
0: references to in the books to Wurzel's creator. Mm. Um, and indeed um it doesn't the continuity doesn't quite join up. There's a reference yeah. in Wurzel Gummidge to the man that made him. Yeah. And later on you get a farmer in Earthy Mangold and Wurzel Gummidge who creates Earthy Mangold. Earthy Mangold yeah. is um Wurzel's uh, wife, wife in yeah. the in the books. Yeah. Um, in the original books, Aunt Sally is literally his aunt. Yes. She's a scary, authoritative. Yeah. Rather nasty aunt figure who's got three legs. Yes. Um, is she
2: like a, a sort of Jeeves and
0: Worcester aunt? Well, I I think she's like a David Fisher aunt. Do you know what yeah. I mean? David Fisher, when he used to write Doctor Who stories, used yeah. to write these. Evil female characters. So she's like the sort. And of he used from, to say they yeah. were always based on a succession of horrible aunts that he had. <laughs> um, so yeah, Wurzel isn't in love with Aunt Sally in the yeah. books. He's petrified of her, yeah. and she is his aunt. She's not a potential uh, wife for yeah. for him or anything like that.
2: And, she, and he should go. You should have gone off with Dolly Close Peg oh. in the television series. Oh, anyway. you,
0: what was it you said that um, Wurzel's <laughs> obsessed with Aunt Sally because men yeah. can't see a good thing when they see it. No. And, and Dolly peg
2: absolutely adores him. Yeah. And she would be really good for him and she would look after him, but he likes being treated badly by Aunt Sally.
0: Oh, I see.
2: Okay. Yeah. I I I didn't say ill men, I said some men.
0: I I was going to say, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because.
2: Anyway, I told you I'm Earthy Mangold anyway. Oh,
0: you're Earthy Mangold? Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. Because she likes animals. Yeah. I like animals. Right. Um, oh, talking about Jeffrey Belden. Yes. Um, I, one thing I did miss um, is that his appearance in the Porridge movie as the governor of mm-hmm. the prison. He gets one of the best lines in in that film, where they're talking about a, a celebrity football team that's yes. going to visit Slade Prison. Yeah. And he's he said, "Didn't we hear something from that comedian, uh, Jimmy Tarbrush?" Mm. And <laughs> Mr. Mackay leans over and says, uh, "Buck, sir." oh yes buck tile brush yeah and that he's has got... me on the floor each time he's I got think. no idea yeah. right? he's, he's... but yeah. but let, let let's um, let, let's move on to the actual episode we're supposed to be talking about which mm-hmm. is the trial of Wurzel damage. yes um this one I think is very good, not just for John Pertwee, but for Geoffrey no. Beldam as well. Beeldam,
2: yeah. And you get a succession of scarecrows. Yeah. You get uh, Bill Maynard as Sergeant Beetroot. Yeah. Who I'm surprised has got any straw left by the end of it because every time he moves <laughs> or because he salutes because he's yeah. a soldier, isn't he? Yeah. He's dressed as but, a soldier. But
0: but thema- sort of in sort of thematic terms, this one is actually quite dark. Yes. Because you get this. You you get this sequence where the crow man summons all the other scarecrows to stand trial over Wurzel. To be the jury. To be yeah. the jury. Yeah, or be
2: the and witnesses. You,
0: get, you get these shots of these scarecrows lurching through the fields. Yeah. There's a the sound of a tolling bell, yeah. isn't there? And mm-hmm. some some of the shots have got gravestones yes. in it. And if effectively it's shot like a, a zombie, a zombie movie, yeah. isn't it? The
2: only way you would make it any darker is if it wasn't quite such a bright sunny yeah. day when they if shot it. If you'd
0: filmed it at night, it would yeah. have been petrifying. Yeah. There is a um, video that somebody's done on YouTube, where they've taken a load of scary shots from Wurzel Gummidge mm. and put some scary music on it. They've called it Halloween, <coughs> oh, excuse me, March of the Scarecrows. Yeah. And I showed. I sent this to somebody at work mm-hmm. um, who'd never seen Wurzel Gummidge. Um, and he was convinced that this was shown at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> it, admittedly, it's a lot of selective clips. Yes. Yeah, sure. And it does include some of the scary stuff from Wurzel Gummage Down Under. Oh, yeah, that's really scary. Where you've isn't got it? these horrible Frankenstein monster type scarecrows mm. that eventually burst into flames, mm. the, the... turn into skeletons, and then collapse. Yeah, because uh, the
2: crowman over there snaps a twig or something. I, I don't know.
0: Him? We haven't seen the episodes yeah. yet. We've um, just
2: watched the first episode of Wurzel Gummage down under and um, it's different yes but we'll talk about that
0: a bit a bit later but let's get back to trial Mm. um you know gummage is made by southern tv and they're chucking a lot of money at it because it's all done on film and it's shot very really nicely well i mean it's
2: it's done by a film director james yeah yeah, i mean james
0: james hill shoots it Mm. Utterly perfectly. Yeah. Um I did have a bit of a memory that it was more like cream cake fights and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what
2: I always associate with it, but there's less than you think. Yeah. There is it, a bit of that.
0: Yeah. They, they, do, they do certainly put enough scary, yeah. weird bits in yeah. for my... You know, mm. my critical opinion. I mean, let's talk about me. Daft Head briefly. Oh, which is God, the, Daft
2: Head. That's the only episode, and he's in... Is it Fire Drill, did you say? Fire Drill, yeah. That's Wurzel creates only episode him. that's ever really freaked me out. Yeah,
0: because Wurzel's going to get burnt on the bonfire. Yeah. So he creates Daft Head, which is a scarecrow, to put on the bonfire in his place. Mm. Unfortunately, Wurzel finds he's got the same ability to make living scarecrows that the Crow Man's got. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, Daft Head does come back later. There's Return yes. of Daft Head. It might be
2: that one I've seen actually. Yeah, because yeah.
0: he's got this horrible gash of a mouth. Yeah, isn't it? Just a I just remember thing. this
2: shot of him turning to look at the camera,
0: and the kids are scared. Yeah,
2: because yeah. he's he's not really got a proper face, is yeah. he?
0: But but Fire Drill's the one. I mean, again, some of this is taken from the books. There's a, there's a chapter in the one of the books uh, Words of again, I think, where it's um, Guy Fawkes night, and there's mm. this Guy Fawkes that's going to go on the bonfire. And, he and Gummidge swap clothes for some reason or another, but in fire drill, Gummidge basically his entire body gets burnt alive, and all that's left is his head. Mm-hmm. And the crowman has to make him a new head, a new body to go with what remains of his, you know, what his head. <laughs> and he says, "Well, I give you new arms and a new, new legs and a new bod, new stomach, but never all at the same time. So mm-hmm. the, if this doesn't work, you know, don't come running to me." Basically, yeah. <laughs> so that's quite dark as well. Yeah.
2: I hope they took his robin out for the burning. Oh,
0: yes, the robin flew away. I think okay. it wasn't stupid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tri- trial. I think you know, if you compare Trial of a Time Lord and the Trial of Wurzel Gamage, yeah. there's more scary bits per minute in Trial of Wurzel oh, yeah. Gamage.
2: Yeah. It's not so brightly lit for one, yeah. So. I
0: mean, all this film stuff does help. Mm. Um, but yeah, this, this, the, the varying scarecrows that you get in this one. I mean, there's this really tall one, isn't it? Yes. So played by some bloke who's seven foot six yeah. or something. Yeah. And, and they, they
2: just shoot it really low. They put the camera down virtually on the ground yeah. to make him look even taller.
0: But but Gummidge is on trial for various things, including yes. knocking the crowman's hat, hat off, off with a potato, isn't yes. it? Because the way it's set up is that... Um, he
2: hears the, the farmer talking to a salesman, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, and he's going to replace...
2: He's thinking about replacing him with an electric crow scarer. Yeah,
0: and sort of G- Gummidge realises he's better pull his finger out, yeah. So he starts chucking potatoes yeah, at, the, at, the at the crows. crows. And and he, he manages to just chuck them a long way, because one lands yeah. in, sort of in the pub yeah. when they're sat outside. One mm. several land saw, in the I river. I think
2: they are in the pub. I thought were on... In... From Brotherhood's land, yeah,
0: but even so, he's shifting them oh, a yeah, hell of a, long way. a long way. Hmm. Mind you, has made a catapult at this point, yeah. hasn't he? Um, but yeah. then he knocks the crowman's hat off, and that's the last straw, yes. And then you start to see the power of Geoffrey Belden's performance, yeah, because he's,
2: normally he's really benevolent and kind and gentle, but, it, but, but he can really turn it very quickly. But into... yeah,
0: right, Wurzel, that's that's it, you yeah. know. And he he's <laughs> takes Wurzel off on the back <laughs> of his trailer, yeah, his yeah. tricycle, yeah, and then. You know, <laughs> he, Wurzel realizes that he's you know in trouble, he, he's yeah. in real trouble because that it wasn't it. He's going to be dug into the compost yes. heap, basically mm-hmm. to, rot alive, to rot alive, isn't it? He's he's going to be executed. Yes. So you know, this is yeah. this is nasty stuff, mm-hmm. um, and quite right too. Yeah. And you know, the more of this, the better, in my in my opinion. I'd always mm-hmm. say there's there's a great um, scary movie to me. To be made in Gammage. Yeah,
2: because they, they announced a while back they were uh, they going to make another television series or a film. Yeah, but nothing much has come to it because I think the rights are all tied yeah, up that, that somewhere. That's, yeah,
0: that, that's the trouble. It's probably um, because
2: South, because Southern that made it
0: doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah,
2: so it's like where do the rights go? The, the Who holds the
0: TV, TV rights right, to I it? I, I wouldn't even pretend to so. to sort of work that work that one out. But I mean, the TV show, the original run of it. Mm. is um you know i think i think it was successful pretty much from the start cuz the first series is february 79 mm-hmm. um series f- goes through to series 4 in december 1981 mm. and december 1981 is unfortunately when southern lose their license, their license their to, franchise. to to broadcast there's even a mm. christmas special cup of tea and a sl- slice of cake from december 1980 mm. um this this is the one where they covered. I think it's Lymington. Oh uh, god, with, with, fake with, snow. in fake snow.
2: and something went wrong.
0: Yeah, they, was, the designer was told, but you know, the snow will disintegrate yeah, within disintegrate, a day. Yeah. But it was still like blowing around like days later yeah, and going in antique in shops, shops and, and um, sticking to people's antique furniture yeah, and yeah. lots of insurance claims. I think yeah. we've talked about. I,
2: I don't think like, they are very popular in Lymington yeah. after that.
0: But. It, I mean we've we've I think we now got every existing episode, haven't we? Because yes. we we managed to get the New Zealand stuff as well, yeah. which is from 1987 mm-hmm. to 1989. Mm. Um, you know ju- just just point out that um Peter Jackson is credited on one an episode. episode. Is it mm. 1 or 2? I'm not sure, I can't remember. I don't know, really yeah. But as he's he works on effects. Mm-hmm. Um I just like the idea that you know, we know that Peter Jackson's a huge Sylvester McCoy fan because yeah. he's got a Sylvester costume. Yes. I do wonder whether he used to cosplay as Wurzel Gummidge as well. <laughs> if he was a, I'm sure he was a Pertwee fan as well. I'm sure he well. was. I'm just trying to imagine how excited he was, though, yeah. to be working with John yes. Pertwee even mm-hmm. for so yeah. so short a time.
2: Uh, Rose wants to come in.
0: Oh All right. Well, shall we let the cat in? We'll let no, the cat well, in. Well, what we'll do... But there's something um, we want to play? Yeah? Yes. Yes. Um, you Know there's lots of spin off merchandise for yeah. Wurzel Gummage. There's, there's books, there's annuals, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. But um, John Pert, we did record a number of songs in character as Wurzel, yeah. And one of them we do want to play is Wurzel's Warning, yes. which is um, warning kids not to talk to strangers. Yes. So we're just going to play a few minutes, well, a few seconds of that, yeah. and, and we'll come back. So yeah. here's Wurzel's Warning. <laughs> Dead, never ever talk to a stranger. If they offer to take you for a ride, then that's when you run away and hide. Because the things that they may do
5: will scare the life from you. So remember to avoid a stranger.
0: And here's me complaining that the series isn't scary enough sometimes. Yes. <laughs> that, that's terrifying, <laughs> that song. That really is. Yes. Um, a little bit more about the TV series. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't really talked about the guest stars. I mean, yeah. John Pertwee, you know, is yeah. known for getting his mates in if he if he yeah. can. Um, yeah. So you get lots of really good guest appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you've got you've got Bill Maynard, mm-hmm. um, but you've also got Joan Sims as Mrs. Bloomsbury Barton. Yes, or the,
2: the fat lady as well, of course.
0: Michael Ripper yeah uh is it is in there lorraine chase is don't jolly clothes, clothes peg, peg. Mm. bernard cribbins is jolly jack yeah um i haven't seen the episode no i don't know I, is. In. I think mm. there's one uh, in a fish and chip shop or something oh, he, right. he's, he's a sort of figure that's out, out sort of outside mm-hmm. cup of tea and the slice of cake has got billy connolly yes and a load of other yeah. scottish scarecrows uh beryl reed yes. i think is Worzel's mum. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the whole thing about the Wurzel's family tree. It's uh, all a bit weird. Is, it's, all, it's all a bit complicated.
2: Because he's, he's obviously created by the the Crow Man.
0: Yeah, but you've got his nephew as well, yes. Pickles Bram, Pickles Brambles, mm-hmm. um, played by Wayne Norman. He has got, I think, a nephew in the books who is HMS Odney. Oh, right, yeah, he's got who's, a sailor's hat he, on. He's got a sailor's it? hat on for the ship HMS, I think it's Rodney, but the R's fallen off. Yeah. Or, so it's HMS Oldenny. yeah, And he's got I think fly swat- swatters for legs, for feet. Fruit. And when he walks he stands on his own feet, so mm-hmm. it takes ages for him to get anywhere. Right. The books have got some damn weird scarecrows. There's it's, up days. The, yeah, there's one with um Who's got a milking, milking stall yeah. So he's got three legs yeah. and he sort of rotates as he goes along. There's mm-hmm. Hannah Harrow. She's been her stomach's been eaten away by mice yeah, so and all the sawdust, stru- sawdust. She's continually yeah. leaking sawdust, yeah. uh, so effectively she's she's bleeding all the time. Yeah, and she gets ill when she loses so much you know, like sawdust, and yeah. then they have to stuff it back in. Um, you don't get the swapping head stuff that you get in the TV no. show. Well, that's just to give John um, a That's an John excuse for John Pertwee, Pertwee, Pertwee to play different version versions and
2: of, do different accents. And
0: yeah, because there's the handsome head. That's yeah. scary, isn't it? Yes. That's, that's a horrible looking thing. Yes. But you've got one of my favourites, which, which is the wangling head. Oh, the
2: wangling head. You uh, like the wangling head. I episode. love the
0: wangling head because yeah. clearly everybody involved just thought, mm. right, well, you know, if, if Wurzel went fishing, what, mm. what would he... He'd need a head. And it's got a sort of sou'wester yeah. hat sort of thing on. Mm. Um, but you get this wonderful sequence where mm. um, he pulls his head off, mm. sticks the new head on and goes... <laughs> Now for a spot of wangling, <laughs> and then later on he's he sees a load of fishermen mm-hmm. um, fishing, like fishermen do, no. and he goes, "Oi, you! I'm talking to you, you damn wanglers!"
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's just
0: an excuse to be filthy, isn't yes. it? It's a real sort of um, yes. How far away can we? How far can we go with yeah. with innuendo? I, I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've you know we've we've seen. A few, sort of gummages recently. As I yes. said, we have seen the first of the New Zealand ones.
2: We watch tomorrow. We'll watch tomorrow. We'll yeah, I,
0: self. I, I didn't see the New Zealand ones when they when they came out at all. I haven't got, I haven't got a clue about them really. Um, I think I saw most of the of the UK UK ones, um, but you know, I, I think it's it's well overdue for a remake. Yeah. On on TV, you,
2: and you want to cast Phil Davis, don't I you? I
0: think Phil Davis would be an interesting choice. Yeah. He's not the tallest of people, people no. he? It? Doesn't
2: need to be tall. He's a skater, um,
0: but he, I think he's got an ability to be yeah. slightly sinister, yeah. slightly weird, and 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 funny, uh, and and odd, and all the things that I yeah. I mean, you you can't have somebody doing John Pertwee again, no, because, because Pertwee's, we John Pertwee Pertwee's gummage is is absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. and you know attempting to redo that would be would be wrong, wrong yeah. um okay. so if you were to do gummage again you need a completely different, different approach actor, yeah. i would tend to go um for the, for the books mm. and go back to the original text and make mm. it a historical thing because don't forget that first book is 1936 yeah. so um, you'd set it in the past so i would make it a you know um mm. An, an, a 1930s thing yeah, okay. and that would be interesting um, I'd, I'm not sure how well gummage would work in modern day I don't know yeah. you, you need you know I mean yeah it, it was made 1979 hmm. and I, I don't know whether trying to make it 2017. Whether the the world's a Moved bit a bit. Too much. There's not much room for sort of magic in the world no. at the moment. I don't. No. I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, make it in make it in the 30s and and yeah. The, I think you you could do it. You could do it very well if you did it like that. But mm-hmm. the, there's there's a sort of you know there's lots of ways you could yeah. could do gummage. Mm-hmm. I mean there's there's sort of horrific you know th- stories of attempted remakes like mm. making it in so, sort of making him young oh yeah uh, yeah there's was yeah. uh, uh, that sort of supposed american um thing where he was like a sort of a teenager or something like that and that, that's, just... that's a, why would that work that yeah, wouldn't that, work no gummage has got to be mysterious yeah. and, and and old he's got to have as tom baker would say he's got to have secrets and yes. things like that mm. and, and and you want you want you want it's that mix of magic and comedy and grumpiness yeah. and he's got to be old yes and you know the the tv show nails that in in one very good way there are yeah. other ways you you could do it um
2: yeah but he's not good looking he's not
0: no i mean uh, yeah. the, the 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 illustrations in the book he is very much
2: mm.
0: you know he, he his neck is a is a pole yeah and it, it's a it's a vegetable stuck on top of it with a gash yeah. for a mouth and eyes and all that. And oh, he does
2: look quite friendly on that version.
0: Yeah, that, that 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 one's not. Nice. He's got sort of bottle straw boots, mm. as, as they call it. And there's the, there's, the, there's the bit that I read you from from one of the books where he's stuck in the chimney and his feet are on fire, oh, isn't right, it? Yeah. And that's quite that's quite horrible.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but yes, but yeah, um, a few a few more thoughts about um, about trial. I think it's, mm-hmm. it is. It is one of the ones to I think watch first if you've never seen yeah. Gummage because mm-hmm. as I said it's it's got it it's got my sort of one of my favourite balances of yeah of of tone I think mm-hmm. um, it's a sort of a quite self-contained story really mm. um, you you have got all the the jury of scary scarecrows they have put a bit of effort into, yeah, into to making the costumes in, I mean the set design even the, the, the
2: mm, it's got different levels yeah, yeah. It,
0: it, well I mean it's all shot on location anyway yeah. so I, I, I would get I don't know whether that barn stuff is is actually a, a specially designed set or whether they just found a really good looking barn yeah. um, don't know but yeah it's, it's just a, just a fantastic series I think um, it is. The, the book it is. we have to mention the book the, the, the book. Wurzel book by Stuart Manning and, yeah, and it's another milk another book another fabulous uh, milk book yeah um, and they've
2: got he's gone to really lots he's spoken to sort of most of the people involved yes that are still alive yes um, and most of the people involved have very fond memories of it quite right
0: too I mean yeah, it, it yeah. is just a fantastic no. fantastic series so if you've never if you've never seen Wurzel you know treat yourself to it treat yourself it's no. all available now yeah um, you know, it's, it's on DVD. Mm-hmm. You know, a a blue way, a Blu-ray might might be nice but, at some point. But um,
2: again, rights issues. So. Yeah,
0: it's it, it's difficult. I I yeah. don't see that happening anytime soon. But yeah. the DVDs are are out there, and they're yeah. perfectly watchable. And 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 get them. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it's just it's yeah. just fantastic. And it's a little bit of out, we magic. I mean, yeah, you obviously P- really enjoyed Pertwee, doing. and yeah. a, a a sort of trio of. Yeah. And that that's such a strong, yes. strong cast. Yes. And, um, but you will yeah.
2: watch it and wonder why like likes not funny, Because she's so
0: horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go back. Go. Go to Dolly Clothes Peg it's, it's. It's. She loves you much more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think we will round, round it up there. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's this issue just about done. Mm. Blimey. <laughs> issue eleven, then. Yes, oh, well. here we come. Here we come. Mm-hmm. See you all soon, then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: The teddy
0: boys ain't partial sure to me company. They don't like all their antics to be seen. <laughs> By an ordinary copper who's patrolling the streets. around Green. Never banana.
4: Brilliant.
0: Parker and Trowbridge came to trial in June, appearing at Colchester Crown Court. Trowbridge's defence was diminished responsibility after inhaling too many potions in his laboratory. Ha, huh. if I had a penny for every time I'd heard that one. Well, I'd have 2 pence 27 actually. Parker pleaded guilty but said she'd been led astray by the warped personality of Trowbridge, which, having had a look at him, I can well believe. Judge Piles was in a lenient mood after a trip to the pub and they were sentenced to watch three episodes of a bad NTSC conversion of Comeback Mrs Noah with three episodes suspended. And I'll be keeping an eye on them to make sure they don't go back to their old tricks. Good night all.
2: That was episode 10 of Round the Archives starring Lisa Parker and Andrew Trowbridge with Warren Cummings, Nick Goodman and Paul Chandler.
0: On the musical side, you heard Dan Tate and Paul Chandler.
2: The script for Dixon of Dot Green, Firearms Were Issued, was by NJ Crisp. And the script for The Trial of Walter Gummidge was by Keith Waterhouse and Willis Hall.
0: And the producers were Joe Waters and James
5: Hill. Good night all.
0: Good evening all. Recently we've been having a noticeable rise in unlicensed podcasting in Dock Green. Usually they don't cause much trouble. Often it's just a couple of youngsters that are droning on about YouTube videos and the like. Martha, you ran past me. <laughs> Good evening all. Recently we've been having a noticeable rise in unli li- li- <laughs> Good evening all. Recently we've been having a noticeable rise in unlicensed podcasting in Dock Green. Usually they don't cause much trouble, often it's just a couple of youngsters that are droning on about YouTube videos and the like. A swift clip round the ear and they soon learn the error of their ways. But now and then you run into some right nasty pieces of work. Take the, cake, the cakes of Parker and Trowbridge. They've got some nasty cakes.